the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Saudi Minister of Oil Production and Human Rights. If that doesn't make you chuckle, you're obviously a moron. Because the reason that they wear those pizzeria tablecloths on their heads is because they subscribe to a philosophy of tyranny we can only imagine. We can only imagine what they do to their own women, let alone people who are not from that inbred country. It's disgusting and despicable. And if this country stood for any sense of human rights, we wouldn't even deal with this savagery. Not even deal with it, let alone enrich it. So in order to have a full perspective of why I can't stand this cartel of corruption, you have to understand what happened in 1960. 1960, Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela. Yo, yes, somebody had to bring the good food. Venezuela. This is when OPEC, the cartel of corruption, was designed and developed. And it was in, they met in Baghdad specifically to drive up oil costs and have a monopoly on it. Do you know why, Squirrel? It was 1960? I bet you don't. It's because after the Sherman Antitrust Act turned this camel depot into a multi, multi, multi-trillion dollar company, uh, that's when Rockefeller's oil leases expired. Because when they used the Sherman Antitrust Act, they actually saved the Rockefeller wealth. They took their system and they introduced it into the Middle East. In fact, to this day, they're still pulling oil out of the ground with Rockefeller wells. Rockefeller had negotiated a land lease. They only got a third of the profit. They sat in a corner and they shut up. 1960, that lease expired. The old man was gone. Kids had so much money they didn't know what to do other than spread their uh, form of fabism throughout the world. And they enrich these imbeciles. Now, these imbeciles have been fighting with the other imbeciles, and the other imbeciles fight with the other imbeciles, and we supply the weapons to all of them. It's all true. So when you hear this whole outrage by these imbeciles that call themselves Democrats over the reporter that was hacked to death, chopped up, that would have made Sam Giancana go, ooh, it was despicable and disgusting. That's what they do over there. That's called a Tuesday to them. They don't care. This just made the news. And the Democrats pretend that it was bad. And now they're going to sit there as dementia-faced Joe Biden leaves this meeting where he really, really, really put the, 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 the idea that there's turmoil in the Middle East and that America's got things under control. He put that to bed. And uh, I had a terrible headache. <laughs> Excuse me, a terrible headache. And... Uh, 
Take a little drink of water. <coughs> yeah. That's that 80-year-old dust. Show up a- the 80-year-old dust just coming up. Can't get rid of it. This is a pathetic display of a man, let alone that we would entertain the thought he's president and that he gives a rip about anything other than cutting in the cartel of energy monopoly on the new scam, the new scam of green energy and alternative energy. That's what this meeting was about. It wasn't about anything else. Pump up the oil. Don't pump up the oil. If they fist bump, if they kiss, they should have brought Kamala in for a little entertainment. It's about carving up the next monopoly on energy. That's what it's always been about. And I remember the outrage by the Democrat mafia and the so-called media when Donald Trump said, ah, we're going to keep relations with Saudi Arabia open. They went crazy. How could you possibly do this? And now what do they do? Absolutely nothing. So I'm going to play you the clip of a real scumbag du jour. I mean, this guy has always been a scumbag. Now, he's an icon in the Republican Mafia. His name is John Bolton with that stupid, ridiculous mustache where in his mind he looks like Sam Elliott rather than some just homeless vagrant you would never open your window for. But John Bolton is one of these pretend war hawks, ironically, a draft-dodging scumbag from Vietnam era. During the controversy over uh, the murder of uh, the journalist Adnan Khashoggi, uh, one thing that President Trump did that I agreed with was to say we were going to continue the relationship with uh, the kingdom and we expected the facts of the case to come out, but we were going to continue our relation because of the overweening American interest, including arms sales. And just by coincidence, uh, a short time after the president issued that statement, I was in Moscow. I met with uh, President Putin and, and others, and uh, he said to me, uh, you know, look, if you don't want to sell arms to Saudi Arabia, we'd be happy to sell arms to them. So that's a pretty cold-eyed view of uh, of uh, dealings in the contemporary so age. So John Bolton it- wanted to keep the flow. That's the only thing he agreed with on Trump. Trump actually fired John Bolton because John Bolton liked the idea of coups and wars and the rest of it, and he got rid of him because Trump wanted to keep the, where I disagreed with him, the idea that we would sell weapons to Saudi Arabia because I also remember September 11th. How many of those inbred bastards were Saudi? 16, 17? Ah, what's the difference? We don't talk about that anyway. It was a good excuse for Bush to work out his little problems with the guy that kicked his daddy's ass, Saddam Hussein. So now we fast forward to this era, and we've got Joe Biden, the dimwit, on the case. And after he was done coughing and choking in Israel, he went on to discuss what was going to happen in uh, Saudi Arabia and if he got along with those inbreds. Mr. President, do you regret calling uh, uh, the Saudis a pariah? I don't regret anything I said. Do you still feel that way, though, Mr. President? I just answered your question. Do I regret it? I don't regret anything that I said. What happened? He means regret, but the dementia is slurring his speech a little bit. That's all right. It's obviously screwing with him when he coughs and drinks water. But we're going to get through it because he's a Democrat. Get it out. Get it out, Joe. Dust. Dust. Old man dust. The Khashoggi was outrageous. Yes. You're coming under a lot of fire for your fist bump with the crown prince. Why? <laughs> I just wanted to give you a chance to respond to that. But also, how can you be sure that another incident, another murder like Jamal Khashoggi's won't happen again? God love you. What a silly question. How could I possibly be sure of any of that? I just made it clear. If anything occurs like that again, they'll get that response and much more. Look, you've heard me say before, and... When I criticized Xi Jinping, 
for slave labor and what they're doing uh, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Western mountains. Of, of Oh, I can't even listen to him. I can't even listen to this idiot. This is the whole thing of telling people we stand for principles and backdoor enriching these scumbags who are murdering everybody that doesn't agree with their tyranny. That's the plan, whether it's China, whether it's Saudi Arabia, whether it's the new two-state solution in, uh, in Israel. That's, a, that's kind of a big deal, right? But that's okay because Joe Biden understands exactly the conflict. After all, he's Irish. I, uh, my background and the background of my family is Irish-American. And uh, we uh, have a, uh, oh, boy. a long history. You've got of, a long uh, life. Not fundamentally unlike the Palestinian people with uh, Great Britain and their attitude toward Irish Catholics. Oh. Yeah, it's just like that. It's, <laughs> it's just like that. The years, for 400 years. But... Uh, really? You mean the, the IRA and the Irish conflict and the, that's just like that? Is it just like that? I don't think it is, Joe. But that's okay. It doesn't matter because you're a Democrat and you'll get support because the people who support you really don't give a rip about anything except something for nothing. They'll buy virtually anything you say. And the funny part is Donald Trump kept it open just because he wanted to keep arms sales the whole time making it so American energy companies could pull our beautiful black gold out of America, driving the price down and silencing the OPEC cartel, because they couldn't make money. And you didn't hear boo. Not boo. Because that's how you make peace. You drive the price down, and peace will spread throughout the land. Because then we're the biggest competition. And they're not going to say jack to us. Respect to the murder of Khashoggi, I raised it at the top of the meeting, making it clear what I thought of it at the time and what I think of it now. And it was exactly, I was straightforward and direct in discussing it. I made my view crystal clear. I said very straightforwardly, for an American president to be silent on an issue of human rights is this consistent with, inconsistent with who we are and See, who I am. You can talk as long as you deliver the money. Because in this meeting, in this deal, are hundreds of billions of dollars again where we are going to build infrastructure for the richest country in the Middle East. We are. Now, what are they going to do with their money? Well, they have to bribe Joe Biden. Just like Ukraine, just like China, just like the Moscow mayor of Russia. We have to bribe them. This is one giant fraud played on us. And this is theater. The bad part is they can't even get decent actors. They're getting these idiots. Respond to the pandemic, including donating more than one million doses of COVID-19 to the West Bank and Gaza. Well, good. That's a way to solve the problem. Kill them with COVID, you stupid son of a dog. Perfect. Sir, two quick questions, if I may. First, we just heard from Jamal Khashoggi's wife, who said, after this visit, the blood of MBS's next victim is on your hands. What do you say to Mrs. Khashoggi? I'm sorry she feels that way. I was straightforward back then. I was straightforward today. And she has no idea about the amount of billions we've just stole for everybody connected to the Democrat mafia. So take one on the chin, honey. After all, look how it pays off for Kamala Harris. On gas prices, if I may, you said that we'll see relief at some point in the not-too-distant future. What is the message to Americans who are looking for that relief now? When should they expect to see a real change in prices, though they've already well, been, been coming down? Change. They've already been coming down. That's right. They've been coming down every single Now, notice how the reporter fills them in. They've already been coming down. They're coming down 
pennies, you buffoon. But you're going to get used to this losing. The Democrats in charge. Today, the best of my knowledge. When will we see the impact of this visit? I suspect you won't see that for another a couple weeks. And, 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 we'll, and we'll see more when we see gas stations. Too. Raytheon, Halliburton, Boeing, and all the rest of the military-industrial complex, they'll see the results of this meeting instantaneously. And as far as peace, don't bank on it, because we're involved in what now? Six hot conflicts? And mums the word. In fact, what is on the news right now, everyone's mad because Donald Trump sent out a message about Ivana. Apparently, one of the outlets that he sent it out on was his PAC, and they asked for a donation. My favorite part is Andrea Mitchell is upset about it. Andrea Mitchell is the wife of Greenspan, Alan Greenspan, who in 1998, without an announcement, cut the Fed rate. Markets skyrocketed. You know who he was having lunch with that day? The head of Goldman Sachs. Anybody want to do a forensic audit of Greenspan's worth and Andrea Mitchell's? She's upset, though, because a message went out with a donation button. At least he gives you the option to donate or not. Unlike your scum husband, who, by the way, he likes a rigged system. I'm sure he's going to get cut in on a little bit of this oil money, too, huh? Scumbag, Andrea Mitchell, 312-642-5600. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Friday night. This is when things were good, boy, I'll tell you what. 70s. High interest rates. High inflation. Double-stitched polyester clothes. Men were dressed like men, no. Oh, they were. Of course, the average weight of a woman was what back then? About 100 pounds less than it is today. Polyester, though, I think if you put it on a lot of these Democrat women, you'd probably start some sort of fire. Absolutely. Hillary Clinton can't wear polyester. These sparks, all kinds of stuff flying. Pete, Chicago. Sean, speaking of things that are overinflated, uh, <laughs> I used to trade the mini Dow. Oh. So I've been following the Dow for about 15 years. And. It seems very strange how reluctant the market seems to be to let it go below 30,000, like a psychological mark. And it just seems to me like uh, something shady is happening where it's being pumped up artificially. Just wanted to hear you your gotta, I think that I think that they, the people were getting nervous because, you know, you're, you're destroying the, the, the private wealth and you're also destroying the scam of the public sector unions that pretend that there's money in, their, in, the, in the market. So you've got to keep it. Do you have to keep it above thirty thousand? You know, I don't. I don't know if you can at a certain point, but I also think this is a dead cat bounce. And it's if you look at the excuse, it's uh, because retail uh, spending was up. Well, that's a direct correlation of inflation. Of course, it's up. People have to pay more for items. What sure. they what they don't want to talk about is the consumer debt and the corporate debt and the delinquency in payments. You know, it's going into a Friday, right? Guys want to cash out. What's it's the, it's July fifteenth. So you've got you've got reports coming out on performances and you've got BlackRock that's sitting on the sidelines with how much public money that they could funnel buying in at any second. And now you've got two days of, of a repo market that they're going to hide, what, two and a half trillion dollars a night in. So, yeah. You, and what's the VIX? I didn't look at the VIX. Today. Yeah. Is it down? I didn't even see it. I'll bet you the VIX is down. You want to bet? I'll bet you a cigar. Bet? Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Bet, 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 bet. I like it. I got to have the action. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate Thank it. We'll you. pay off on, on uh, Monday when I get. Or
following Monday. Mitchell displays. You know, Sean, you talk about, uh, you know, the great 1980. Let's not forget that, you know, when uh, Russia went into Afghanistan, okay, Carter calls the CIA, the former CIA director, which was George Bush, okay, and asked to broker a deal between Pakistan and the Israelis to give the Afghanistan army, okay, the ability to knock out the Russian helicopters, okay? So that's why Russia was only in Afghanistan for eight years, because George Bush threw a Zapata oil for those, for those what I Zapata call Zapata oil, that's the, the name of it, Zapata that's oil. It. Love and that story. Way, How did a guy from Kenny Bunkport, Maine, all of a sudden become a cowboy? How'd that happen? And who was his relationship with? And who did George W. Bush used to play with when they were little, little tiny guys in their pretend cowboy boots pretending to be from Texas? Who did he play with? The Saudi prince again. It's always about the Saudis. The George Bush connection to Saudi Arabia is because that was old man oil and it was co- coerced with all kinds of old Rockefeller money. This is one giant cartel scheme. And that's why they want to keep people from understanding we don't need Middle Eastern oil. We don't need a drop of it. And the beauty is we had a small experience, a small respite from the cartel corruption of OPEC. What I love today is that even Democrats aren't going to pick up on it. This imbecile in diapers sounded more like old man Bush than old man Bush did, Mitchell. And sooner or later... A Democrat is going to figure out the scam. I'm going to help him, Mitch, and you just help me. I'm going to help him understand who we're talking about. In the life of a nation, we're called upon to define who we are and what we believe. Sometimes these choices are not easy. But today, as president, I ask for your support in the decision I've made to stand up for what's right and condemn what's wrong, all in the cause of peace. In my direction... Elements of the 82nd Airborne Division. Because when I think of peace, <laughs> I think of Herbert Walker Bush. As well as key units of the United States Air Force are arriving today to take up defensive positions in Saudi Arabia. I took this action to assist the Saudi Arabian government in the defense of its homeland. No one commits America's armed forces to a dangerous mission lightly. But after perhaps unparalleled international consultation and exhausting every alternative, it became necessary to take this action. And that's when they started to realize that our military is their military. They had to buffer it a little bit. So when his imbecile son came along, they privatized the military. And they're still there. Still there. 30 years. Still there. And now we're fighting in Syria. We're fighting in Yemen. Whether they're private or whether they're our own, they're all buying weapons from us, though. And do you think that's going to be obstructed by oil? They want it to be high, and it'll be high. They have their perfect stooge. And uh, I had a terrible headache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. They had to start laughing after the meeting. Bring Kamala and the girls in. Everybody up on the table. It's Friday night. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. (laughs) Yeah. President of the United States, my Durbin. My Durbin. 
What a piece of garbage, honestly. Who's worse, Joe Biden or the idiots that voted for him? Bill in Hinsdale. Hey, what's up, Sean? Uh, everyone's got to get in line behind me to get my cigar from you if you lose more bets. But anyway. What, which uh, bet? Now, let's be clear now. What bet? The Bill Back Better Mansion. Anyway, oh, I think okay. he rejected it again today. But anyway, uh, Shawnee, uh, listen, uh, the, the, Pete, the kid Pete who traded the mini Dow, uh, he must have taken the month of March off in 20 because S&P's went down to 2409. So I don't know what he's talking about. Wait, wait, wait you're talking about go, in March of 2020? Yeah, COVID. COVID. Anyway, um, uh-huh. yeah, Dow was trading 19,000. So I don't know. He must have been off for March, but. No, anyway, no, no, Sean, no, no, you're wait. smart enough. March had the what biggest. Do you mean? Wait, wait. March has the biggest comeback in 2020. If you remember, it was bigger than 2009. The Dow was at like I want to say after March 1st, it was at 26,000, 25,000. You sure you got your dates no, right, kid? No, 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 no. I, I trade currency, Sean. I know exactly what it was. All right. It, it, the Dow went down to 19,000 on March 8th. So anyway, okay. You're smart enough to know this, but this moron that you describe every day perfectly when he comes out today and he puts everyone to sleep people want to know about their gas price you don't give a crap about a air airlines planes flying over countries that we don't care about why do we care more about other people and their safety in their pocketbook than we do ours and i'll tell you what when he says i expect expect gas prices to go down that's just another two-week lie he just bought himself. If yeah, they don't the do game. it, then he's... You know that, Bill. Right. He has, to re- yeah, no, he, has to, he has to shift the focus to the 70s. He has to shift the focus to where right. people's mentality was prior to Trump. And what that focus needs to be on now is the evil Middle East oil producers. He has to shift it there right. and then bring it back to the evil American oil companies and even so far as your local gas station. This is what he has to shift. And the people who are dumb enough to have even considered this person a man or let alone a, a, a qualified to be president, they want to Johnny. make them focus on babies being murdered. Because if you get America to focus on, wait a minute, we have the answer under my feet, you stupid a- b- moron. If we can get him to focus <laughs> on that, there'll never be another Democrat again. Sean, he's been a lying, dumb coward his whole life, and now that he's now that he's got you know his feet to the fire, he he won't make it to January first because the, the, this this country's starting to really turn on him, rightfully so. And and you're right, abortion, Roe v. Wade, whatever you want to call it, that will be less than one percent of the issue when people can't get get to fill up their tank to go out and vote. They'll want to so. vote against. Bill, a new, st- a new stat came out. This is staggering to me. 46% yeah. of America, 46, doesn't have $400 in a savings account. Tell me that's not unbelievable. Wow. That's not, I mean, that's, honestly, that's a- you know, I, I understand that we've got about 50% of the people on welfare. But ultimately, people are going to start to focus on where the fault really lies. And when they figure out every problem in this country we have is because of Washington policy, that's when it'll be the best. Thank you very much, Bill. I hope we get there soon. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean, dittos. Uh, for eight years, Sean, we had to listen to the left tell us how Bush, the Bush and Cheney nexus were war criminals. And then Obama followed right through with what they did. And it appears that they were right. 
They were and now right. where do we go? I said they were right at the last term of George W. Bush. That's when I said, what the hell is this scumbag doing? And then when you saw what Obama did and expanded the conflicts to nine countries. You, do you ever hear anybody mention Somalia? We sent 700 troops there four weeks ago. Anybody even talk about it? And the Democrats now have fallen into the trap, the useful idiot trap. And they're going to sit there and they're going to listen to a regurgitated version of George Bush Sr.'s policies coming out of this wrinkled old dimwit, and they're going to buy it lockstep. And it's not even going to bother them, Tom. It's not even going to bother them that on the same day we're kissing Saudi ass, a 60-year-old woman with cancer is going to jail because she walked in the Capitol. We have arrived at the Dublin federal prison for women I'm here with Pam Hemphill. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. So just lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. Yeah. 66 years old with cancer going to prison because she walked in the Capitol on January 6th. The Democrat scum whore just kissed the ass of a prince that clearly and is accused of actually being the murderer of an American citizen, let alone we know he arranged it, and God knows how many others. How many street gangbanging roaches are out after shooting into crowds because Kim Fox and other Democrats bastards will not prosecute gangbangers because they like the contributions. 66-year-old woman without a weapon. Because she fell into the idea that she could protest against the greatest theft in American history. It's called the Biden administration. It's a crime syndicate. And they punish those who speak out against it. This is your America circa 2022. Where you kiss the ass of Saudi torturers. Saudi tyrants. And you imprison 66-year-old women. Then we got another 66-year-old woman. Throughout my career, I have focused... Shut up, freak! 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So what I love about Democrat scum is they all have the same character. There's a Democrat scum that's calling my honey bunny and he hangs up the phone like a little girl, like a little 14-year-old girl. Hang up the phone. This is what they are, cowards and scum. Now, he doesn't hear the message. I don't let Democrats listen. If you voted for this piece of dung, turn the station. Go home and wait for your welfare check so you could pretend to be a man. Look at that wildebeest you call a wife with her size 48 fat ass and pretend she's a woman. Stay off the radio. Change the channel, moron. Now, honey, bunny, if we still have that very tech ID, uh, ID where we can get their name and address, give it to me. I still got a couple of friends. 
I still got a couple of friends in Melrose Park that are bored out of their minds. And for $50, you'd be amazed what I can get them to do. Uh, Steven, Arlington Heights. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Uh, speaking of the January 6th clown show going on, last night on Tucker, he uh, did a pretty good uh, piece on Ray Epps, who you know he's in trouble when the New York Times is covering for him. That's, that's what the left does when they're Ray in trouble. Epps is clearly yep. a Democrat apparatchik. Ray Epps, whether he works for some bureau with three letters or not, is clearly mobbed up. And he's yep. as free as a bird. Well, a 66-year-old woman who had no weapon, no weapon, yep. she has cancer, she's going to go to jail. And why? Because of a weaponless protest. Weaponless. Yep. The only person that yep. got killed was a veteran, Ashley, Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt, murdered by a Democrat, shot in the yep. neck, because he is, like they all are, coward, coward, yep. scum, gangsters, and, Sean, and they wallow in it. And Sean... Thank you for covering that perspective, as well as the funding of the proxy war, which let's see Lindsey Graham's uh, shares, if he holds anything in Lockheed Martin. I think uh, we all know the answer. Oh, come on. Lindsey Graham is so (laughs) neck deep in it, not to mention he loves to watch the soldiers in tight pants run around. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hello, Sean. How are you tonight? Good, buddy. Uh, Listen, what do you think of these... uh, Ugly, miserable people like uh, Andrea, Andrea uh, Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell. Trump. Yeah, she's wonderful. she got do that, that Fauci mo- pickle on her get- face, too. I know. Do they get extra money for doing this? Because she's married to Greenspan. Extra money. about his, uh, you know, his ex-wife. Yeah, do they get extra money for tracing Trump on their check? Buddy, they, got, they, got, they, they could they stand do, on their money no and see California. No matter how yeah, please. Andrea Mitchell and Greenspan. No matter how sincere the guy is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he says. It's just that he said it, that he speaks. There's another and very well-known actor. I can't remember if it was Fonzie or the other one said, oh, they took the, God took the wrong Trump and all this other stuff. And what yeah. would, you, what would, what would mean, happen if somebody it. said, "Why, boy, God took Ivana Trump. She was a wonderful lady. What did she do to anybody? I mean, she wasn't like Jill, Dr. Jill Moron Biden who's now shoring up the the teacher extortion labor union. So, I mean, there are two sets of rules, two sets of standards. There's two sets of taxes. There's two sets of of criminal justice. It's the mafia, and it's in control. So it's going to be a long time before we get a fair shake of the liberty and justice for all, we all said in the Pledge of Allegiance. It doesn't really bode well right now for honest Americans. Oh, no. But the scourge and the scum and the Democrats... They're having the time of their lives. They're having the great time. Why? Because the most obvious paid-off political whore in the, in, in the history of this country is now pretending to be the president. And I think you'll see it change uh, um, sooner than quicker, than more rapidly than it will take, than most people think. Brilliant. Brilliant. How could you not be nervous? What's the... Joe's in charge. Joe and then the greatest traitor of all. Front-running, inside-trading scumbag with a drunk husband. And after all, I think she joins him. She just handles her liquor better than Paul. And we offer hope to the American people who treasure our freedoms and who are overwhelmingly with us in our mission to defend them. What do Republicans have in store next? You can't travel to buy a book. You can't travel to see a 
concert or a play if they doesn't meet their, shall we say, I don't even use the word standards. They're, They're what? I think she's talking about the Democrat states during COVID, wasn't she? When you couldn't walk around the country, couldn't drive, couldn't open your businesses, couldn't live. I love these fascist scumbags. As they're idiots, like the one who calls the show and hangs up, they're cowardly cross-dressing idiots, will step and fetch rather than focus on what exactly is being done to them. They're being victimized by a political mafia that's worth trillions, not billions, trillions. Greatest traitor in Wall Street history. Nancy, I can't feel my face, Pelosi. Get one more facelift. I can't wait to see what happens. Chris in Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, love what you do. Um, I got to correct you on something, though. One person killed, Ashley Babbitt? No. I just watched the, uh, the truth of what happened on January 6th. Another woman, I forget her name, was trampled. Yeah. Uh, and the Capitol Police would not allow any assistance or help for her, so she was trampled to death. And then there were two scatter bombs that were sent out by the Capitol Police, and two middle-aged elderly gentlemen had heart attacks because of those scatter bombs going off right next to him our government killed four people on january 6th yeah and if you factor in the policies by joe biden the democrats and the and the corrupt republicans how many you 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 think they really killed i mean let's start with what happened under the bush policies that were carried out by the clintons we have heard that a half a million children have died i mean that's more children then died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. That's Madeleine Albright. And the only good news that only makes, puts a smile on my face is that right now she's working the barrel in hell. Oh, you are. Hitler, Stalin, they're all sitting there. Mangala, And they're all having a good time with Madeline. May she rot in hell for a thousand millenniums. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I said, My next like guest, me, quite so the interesting guest. He's a trial lawyer, he's a retired Army infantry colonel. He writes twice a week as a senior columnist for townhall.com. He's written at least eight books. He's got a new one. His name's Kurt Schlichter. And, Kurt, I understand that you and I were on the Andrew Wilkow show on the same day just a couple days ago. Is that true? Uh, It's amazing that so much potency can fit into one radio program. (laughs) I'll tell you, it's a fascinating career you've had. It's an interesting perspective you have. And I uh, have to confess, I have not read the new book. But it touches on a topic that I think is crucially important. We'll be back, The Fall and Rise of America. Can we rebound from the bastardization of American principles we've witnessed just in the last 30 years, let alone the last 100? 
Oh, of course. There, it, it, there's no question that we can. The, the question is whether we will. But, I mean, I mean, look at it. You're already seeing things. I am on a book tour for uh, We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America, which I'm going to mention 15 times so that Regnery will eventually release my family. Um, but uh, I, I am in Virginia, the great state that uh, uh, elected Glenn Youngkin with a bottom-up revolution against bizarre racist CRT and uh, creepy perversions in the schools. We're seeing, uh, uh, we're seeing people across the country uh, motivating themselves. This is not an astroturf thing. This is a bottom-up revolution against the garbage that we've seen from our terrible ruling class. And uh, it's inspirational. I'm particularly inspired by uh, Latinx Americans. Uh, and Latinx is now our word because I, I, I just love it, uh, having married into a Cuban family. The, uh, uh, what I love is that 50% of Latinx Americans are identifying as conservative Republicans, which kind of is a problem for the Democrats since they expected to have uh, Latinx Americans as a permanent surf underclass that they could buy off with scraps from the table forever. And uh, they were like, uh, no, it's not bueno. Uh, we're going to go out and uh, we, we have, you know, we're, we're down with faith, family, and the flag. And we're, we're here in America to make our way. We're not here to ask for anything. We don't want giveaways. And uh, we, don't, we don't work for you, bub. And, uh, I didn't marry. I didn't marry in a Cuban, but I was quasi adopted by my best friend's family, who happened to be Cuban. So I'm going to tell you something. We have a you have a skewed perspective, because the Cuban people in particular are people who understand as they've experienced the ultimate goal of the Fabian, of the of the fascist, of the, oh, yeah. the modern day Democrat. They experienced communism, and they understand how bad it is, which is why they are so willing to get here, come hell or high water, and they get here. And they become those people who embody the best American principles. I do believe that what will save us are the people who are fleeing these socialist countries who come here for freedom. It certainly isn't going to be these trust fund roaches who are, are, are Mercedes Marxists and want to give it away. So I think that'll be the greatest push, whether it comes from strictly Latin America or also Eastern Europe, where they're the ones that understand how, how corrupt Joe Biden is as he was bribed by oligarchs pretending to be a government. Oh, oh you're, you're, look, you're absolutely correct. Very few people come to America uh, to be second-class citizens. They come here because there's opportunity here. And when you want opportunity, you want the Opportunity Party as opposed to the serfdom party. And that's what the Democrat Party is. It promises nothing but pain. Uh, it promises nothing but subservience and promises nothing but scraps. And when you talk about the uh, uh, trust fund folks, you know, you're absolutely right. The problem with our country is all our institutions are run by trust fund babies, a bunch of losers who didn't build anything. They just kind of inherited it because they went to Harvard. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like any any third generation. Uh, you had Henry Ford, right? He started the assembly line. He put a car in every driveway. His kids, they made uh, Ford into a, a huge corporation. They built us the Mustang. And do you know any third generation Fords? They're probably parked with an, uh, in an old fusion in front of a crack house with Hunter. Yeah, they're on The Bachelor trying to go through other aristocratic, uh, easy women to get married and spawn their, their children. But here's the thing. I've seen the destruction firsthand. The benefit that you have right now is you're talking to a Chicagoan. 
Now, you know that New York invented political corruption, New Jersey perfected it, but Chicago made it an art form. And we are led by a 400-pound beanbag, never worked a day in his life, butter-handed, spoiled brat named Pritzker. And this imbecile yeah. thinks, thinks that, that his ver version of fascism will sell on the national market. Now, one thing that I've realized is it's not like this everywhere in America. These strong mafia hubs of Democrat rule are completely beat down their people. And it is good when you see Virginia have a win. But is it possible for a stronghold mafia state like Illinois to have one? Well, of course. Heck, we actually broke the original mafia back in New York, back before the FBI became the personal Stasi of the Democrats. Look, uh, I understand your pain, but I'm a trial lawyer in Los Angeles, okay? I have governor hairstyle. I know, I, I, you know, I, I I moved to the Golden State when it was uh, run by uh, a guy named Ronald Reagan, and there was nothing but opportunity in palm trees. Now we got, well, palm trees and hobos, uh, uh, you know, unloading on your front lawn. It, so this, it, it, this is what it, 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 it's ugly and it's depressing. But, you know, here's the thing, Sean. I can't see be beat can't see being beaten by these guys, by no. these weirdos losing mutations. I'm not gonna lose to these guys. I'm not gonna let them beat me. These guys don't get to win. And yeah. I, and that's why I'm hopeful. They're unaccomplished, they can't do a push up, they're weak, and you know, most of them have never been in a fist fight. Yeah. Either won or lost. And no. No, they don't get to win. Kurt, I love this I love this about you. And then I'm I'm concerned because you're right. They don't get to win, but there ha you have a, you wrote a book a while ago called The Split, and I have to yes, tell you about eight years ago, I realized before radio I was in real estate. I still am in real estate, and I didn't hate anybody enough to sell them Illinois real estate because what I understood is that there were states that were already protecting those American principles. Those states have increased in numbers. So my question to you, being from California, the, the it's been completely corrupted. The most beautiful, the best state around in the world, as far as I'm concerned, but definitely in the country. These states are so ingrained with the kind of corruption that in Illinois, for example, we have an alderman who is a true throwback gangster. His wife sits on the Supreme Court. He's been under indictment for three and a half years. They just released his trial date. It's in a year and a half. When the judicial system has so been overthrown by ideological fascists and Marxists and all the rest of it, can these states come back? Or is it better for the people who are trapped in them, who think like you and I do, to run to a red state and shore up that? What is your opinion there? Well, look, I, I, look, I think you've got to do what is right for you at a given time. Now, why do I stay in California? People ask me that all the time. Well, first thing, I'm a trial lawyer, and it was designed for people like me. You know, I mean, <laughs> California was, you know, it's a, it's a, a vulture of human misery. It's, you know, it's, it's the perfect environment. Uh, but also at Fort Benning, you know, when I was in the infantry school, I wasn't taught much about how to retreat. Uh, I don't see why I should move. I've got the best weather in the world, and uh, it, it's a beautiful place. Uh, there are cool people there, as well as Californians. Um and I don't, I don't particularly feel like I, uh, I, I want to leave. Maybe if I wanted to, I would. But no, I, I, I'm going to stay, and it, it's going to take time. You know, a big theme of the fall and rise of uh, America, uh, we'll be back, is uh, how civilizations fall. And civilizations always change. Nothing is permanent. The uh, mafia state that runs Chicago, not permanent. It'll change. The one that runs California, it'll change. It changed in my lifetime. It changed from Ronald Reagan to this 
you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, corruption corruption for. breeds. You know, it, it works on all the ills of humanity, and it spreads like uh, wildfire. And before you know it, it guys is. who are wonderful guys would rather be cut in on the mafia than than fight against it. So, uh, you oh, know, I, I, I'm not underestimating the problem. I'm not underestimating the challenge. It's a big challenge, but you know, too bad we're not teenagers. Life's not fair. No, I know. You I know. know? But here's we the other thing I want to I want to bring up to you because I think you have the perfect the perfect perspective for it, and that is the way in which brave patriotic men have been controlled by corrupt cowards. This is something that has never been more obvious than Joe Biden. Joe Biden oh, yeah. has been bribed by enemies of America for five decades and i don't just mean the unions working here in america i'm talking about these eastern european china and the rest of it for decade one at least a decade the oligarch controlled government that had been killing its own people who really is represented by igor kolomoisky although you'll never hear his name he's the 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 money the oligarch behind the power has been bribing the biden crime family for a decade when we hear what's going on this is something that's been going on in Ukraine as it's been killing its own people for eight years, since 2014. It has been driving me crazy. I have somebody who I care about deeply who's a Ukrainian immigrant, and I'm well aware of the conflict. They have a very corrupt government that everyone knows about. Should we blindly be giving these oligarch, this oligarch government $64 billion? I don't think we should be giving blindly uh, uh, money and arms to anybody. I think we should do what's in our interest. Look, I went and trained uh, Ukrainians in Ukraine four times when I was still on a, uh, uh, still serving. Uh, I, had, I served with a battalion of Ukrainian uh, Poles in uh, Kosovo when I deployed after 9-11. Uh, I respect the Ukrainian people. They are a tough people. They're a patriotic people. Uh, and they have one of the most blindingly corrupt countries I've ever had the misfortune to be in. I mean, it yeah. was uh, staggering and stunning. And the idea that you would just, uh, you know, back up a dump truck of money and dump it on the uh, palace grounds in Kiev is uh, uh, just an invitation for graft. But, of course, that's what, uh, that's what Joe Biden does. He and his, uh, his corruptocrats. Um, you know, I, I, I look at some like that, and I look at $7 gas prices, and I look, look at uh, bizarre legislators and teachers twerking in front of children, and I think, gosh, I, I hope you people who didn't vote for uh, uh, Donald Trump are happy with your lack of mean tweets. The fact is the American people are going to have to make some decisions, and if they're going to tolerate this, then, yeah, we do lose. But if they're not going to tolerate it, and, and, and the last few chapters of uh, We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America are by the ne- about the next election, and looking back at what the winner of the next election does, because I want to lay out a game plan. Because, you know, I, I did get a strategy degree at the Army War College, even though it is the party war college. Um, <laughs> Americans have to choose. Amer- look, do we want to live like this? There are people who do. There are people who want to live as serfs. Um, I'm not one of them. You're not one of them. I don't think any no. of your listeners are. No. So uh, politics is a contact sport. It's also not a spectator sport. You know, if you're going to be a citizen, you need to be a citizen. That's why I have a chapter advocating every citizen own uh, uh, what a liberal would call an assault rifle, because citizenship has a has duties and obligations, and you got to take it seriously, or it will go away, and you will be a mere Canadian. Yes, and the you know. This is something that I really think this is it. You know, I know I, we've been hearing this all of our life. This is the election of our lifetime and yada, yada, yada. I think this particular election will be as corrupt as the 2020 election, which is why I'm losing faith in it. However, I want to say this to you because we were running out of time. 
I read a book years and years ago that changed my life. The book was called Titan. It specifically talked about the corruption in Middle East countries in conjunction with our own corporatism and our own corrupt factions in government. This is a bipartisan problem. When you see this stumbling buffoon with his wet socks, go and kiss the ass of a nation that has been at the root of controversy since 1960 in the founding of OPEC. Can we possibly have a secure country until we break the backs of OPEC and the oil barons and the monopoly that they have on the most important commodity in in the world? Can we possibly have a strong country if this country isn't the strongest in energy? Well, you know, we did about until about two years ago, until uh, the the people saying, oh, well, I never, over mean tweets, decided to get rid of a businessman who knew how to win. And that's what Donald Trump did. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I, would love to, uh, I would love to say I knew Trump was the right guy from the beginning. I didn't. I didn't believe uh, uh, I, me I, either. I, some New York liberal. I didn't believe him. Uh, and he proved me wrong. He proved it. He earned my support. And uh, uh, I think Republicans have learned, look, it may be Trump. It may be Ron DeSantis. I, I'm going to go, see Ron DeSantis next week. I'm going to go speak at his uh, summit. But um, I, I do know this. I want to see a Republican primary. I want to see a very tough primary where Trump gets asked hard questions about his, uh, 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 the things he didn't do well. And that includes the COVID response. That includes personnel. But I want to see the other uh, uh, other candidates, like Ron DeSantis. I want them to explain their foreign policy. I want to explain why, uh, uh, how they're going to carry on the good things Trump did. And uh, we Republican voters need to take responsibility, pick the best best candidate, and go in and take this country back. You uh, mentioned your military career. How long were you in? I was in about 27 years active in reserve. Uh, look, hey, I was no war hero like Pete Buttigieg. No, no, no. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I washed trucks. Or Lindsey uh, Graham? <laughs> Lindsey Graham? Uh, All right. You know, Lindsey Graham's a jag in the Air Force. That's that, that's pretty much like being a, a, a you know, a... a, a yeah. We're from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. We, we, got, we got a lot of jags in all kinds of industries here in Chicago. Um, yeah. And we, we have a 66-year-old woman who has now tur- turned herself into prison today because she was at the uh, Capitol during January 6th. She did not have a weapon. Right. She, in fact, what she has is cancer. Um, have you, in all of your military history all around the world, have you ever heard of any kind of violent insurrection or a coup d'etat that took place without a weapon? Oh, no, this whole thing is a Jeffrey Tubin Zoom, Zoom call. It's a, it's a lie and a scam where they uh, attempt to use words that don't apply. Uh, to uh, uh, delegitimize the rest of us. And it's not going to work. As for the uh, J6 political prisoners, every single one of them, except the ones who cooperated with the FBI, need to be pardoned day one because they don't get to win. We cannot have a dual track of justice. We cannot have BLM guys uh, committing violence and walking away and then uh, uh, people associated with our side walking around taking selfies in our rotunda because it belongs to all of us. Yeah. Uh, and, and getting thrown in jail for uh, uh, several months. We we cannot have that. Uh, after uh, the head of the FBI and the, uh, the, all the Joint Chiefs are fired, uh, the next president needs to pardon every single one of them, and the left will scream and he needs to explain why. You don't get to have a dual system of justice. You chose to not prosecute people who did uh, the same or worse as the people you did process. So no, so so the answer you have is nobody nobody goes to jail. They're all pardoned, and that and. Sean, we have to use the power we have ruthlessly to win. We must use our power. We must exercise it. 
the, you know, all, you know, I keep hearing, whenever I hear about old oh, norms and customs, all I hear is people uh, uh, limiting our ability to affect change as, as our voters have voted for it. They don't abide by them. So they need to learn what a system is like where there are no rules. And look, guys like us will prevail in a system with no rules. I look at these things, norms, rules, all those things. Those are to protect the weak. Sean, we're not the weak. No. We're the, we're the armed. We're the top. We're the focused. We can do a push-up. We've kissed girls. We're not a bunch of Debo uh, uh, sissies and uh, gender studies seminars. If they want to rock and roll, let's rock and roll. Or yeah. oh, we could go back to a system where everyone's treated the same. That's my offer. That's my standing offer. You have a system where everybody gets input, everybody gets a vote, everybody gets treated the same, everybody's rights are respected. You can have that system. Your other alternatives, the other alternatives are a, a uh, system where they are authoritarians and dominate, which is unacceptable, or where my side's authoritarians and dominate, which I can live with. So choose yeah. wisely. I like it. His name is Kurt Schlichter. We are now friends, and his new book is uh, We'll Be Back Better, The Final or The Fall and Rise of America. Now, here's the deal. You know, I like you right away. We're friends forever, like you just said. If I hear you salute Rachel Levine in her, in her pinup skirt with her pretend annual costume on, we're going to have an argument. Deal? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, 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 you don't need to worry about that. You need to worry about me going to Vegas partying uh, over New Year's with Hunter. Hunter Rachel Biden. Levine is not our Ash. Thank you very much, Kurt. I really do appreciate you, and I cannot wait to read the book. And the next one, send it to me early, so when we talk about it, I know what's in it. You got it. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Thank you. Kurt Schlichter, we, I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments. I'll be back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. America is going to survive. I liked his book, The Split. We get a lot of calls on Kurt. I've never met Kurt face-to-face. That was the first time I talked to him, but I like him a lot. We were on the Andrew Wilkow show, which I didn't promote at all. I was on there. When was I on there, Honey Money? Tuesday. I was on the Tuesday Andrew Wilkow show. He's another very nice guy. Let's go to Matt in Gray's Lake. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good, Matt. How are you? First, I'm good. First and foremost, it was nice to hear two of my friends conversing on your show. I've known Kurt forever. Uh, I adore his wife. Um, and I want to—I I don't throw around compliments very often, but something that all of your listeners need to know. There's never been a time in Kurt's career where he was interviewed by somebody with your intellect. It oh. hasn't happened. And that's because most of journalism is a bunch of, bunch of you know, morons. But you have, you have more intellect in your morning stool than anybody who's ever interviewed him before. So first and foremost, you're, you're, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was wonderful to listen to. But I texted you. I, I wish you had had time to ask him what he thought about the announcement today that, that the old man, the, the geriatric dementia patient, has offered Iran $1 trillion in cash to sign on to a new nuke deal. It's, it's, $1 trillion in yours and my tax money. 
to sign a deal that a, that that they didn't they didn't comply by the first one, and 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 so here's here's my point with that, because you were talking about the the corruption of the Biden crime family and the corruption in Ukraine. The the guy that's t- most tightly wrapped with the Iranian government is one John Kerry, who's who's. Yep daughter or son married into the the Iranian family if daughter. you will crime family yeah. so so daughter. he's going to he's going to launder he's going to launder a giant poop ton of dough through Iran back to back to if, his own people if Those congress people if congress lets him do this then as far as i'm concerned oh there should be I'm, immediately guns in the streets i'm going to retire because i will not contribute this I'll do the show for free. Yeah, no. It's... I'm not going to. They're not going to take five cents I from can't me imagine. and fund, it, fund a trillion dollars. I saw it, and I actually have been waiting for a clip of a Republican congressperson to come out and say, are you out of your mind? Oh, You're going to give Iran a trillion dollars? They're getting a piece of the action, too. Uh, and that's the, that's Mitch the, McConnell that's the saddest is, is part. basically saying already that, it, that, yeah, but McConnell is part of it. He's already saying that, that they're expecting losses in the midterms. Because he doesn't like the, the candidates who are America first. They're all well, then, in on it. You know, and that's why I'm going to tell you right now, at, at, when you talk about money and you talk about investing, it's time for the honest people to pull all of their money out of the market. I'm dead serious about this. And bring Wall Street. It, let them, let them just it. float with the corrupt money. I'm talking about every single dollar. You have 401k, whatever it is, get it in a check. And buy the ruble. Because if you're giving Iran a trillion dollars, You've bastardized and destroyed the quality of the dollar. So that's going even lower. It's sickening. Sickening. And buy the ruble is a good point because all that money is going to go to Russia. Oh, absolutely. Buy the ruble. It's it's so gross. It's so gross. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate the compliment and the call. We got a lot of people that like Kurt. Uh, Kevin, Austin, Texas. Pete, two times. Sean, I loved uh, watching you as you were talking to Kurt. Oh. Because you were smiling a lot of times, and one of the one of the times I think you're smiling is when you ask him, "Do you think that can happen in Illinois?" And he talked about how it happened in Virginia and how it happened from people from the bottom up getting involved, and that's how it changed. So, and I think that can happen in Chicago. I think I used to I used to think that, and and Chicago's held captive by two very corrupt counties, two very corrupt counties, because it used to be one, and everybody goes, "Oh, Cook County, Cook County, Cook County took its corruption and exported it to DuPage." And sure, the problem sure. now will be DuPage. It will not be Cook. Cook sure, is always going to sure. be Democrat. Cronin's, Cronin's in the, in Cron, it's the Cronin's, Tom Cronin, who's in uh, River Forest. People got to call him and ask, Tom, what are you going to do to help get Bailey elected? People got to call Dan Cronin. Uh, what are you going to do to get Bailey elected? Especially the Dirk. They love second. They thing. got the dope Edmund now. Burke, now the Republicans Edmund. got the dope. They got the distribution of the marijuana. Well, as long as they keep all the uh, Democrats so high they forget to vote, that'd be a good thing. Here's the thing. You got to remember this, uh, Edmund Burke. His quote. You familiar with it? Which one? The only He's got thing a couple. Yeah. So this is the one. The, the only thing necessary for tri- uh, the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Yes. Politics is not a spectator, so it is what Kirk talked about. If people who are upset enough, who aren't cowards like you and I, who leave Illinois to go to a different <laughs> state, they could stand up for themselves. If they yeah. can't leave, and they can get involved. And I, I really think this is a shot. If there ever was a time. To take a stake and put it in the heart of the Democrat Party in Illinois, it would be now. Could you imagine the national press if, oh my God, Pritzker, who's not even in Illinois right now, it would be uh, wonderful. 
It would be no, wonderful. It would be the greatest thing in but the world. is it likely? See, the problem isn't. It's the people. not likely, but it's possible. The problem possible. isn't the people. It's it the upper echelon of the Illinois power. Republicans, and that was displayed with the scumbag Richard Irving. Hey, honey, buddy, but what was the name a... of that pencil neck geek lawyer with the narrow shoulders and the sexually frustrated women throughout his life? Steve, no, it's, was it Bolt? No, not Steve Bolton, was it? It's, Figure out that, that here's he's the one who threatened. He's the one who threatened the Illinois uh, Republican Devin, who I had on my show. He was going to drown him with the sea of gold of Griffin's money. That's the problem, brother. It isn't the people. It is the a big, it's a big battle. It's a it's and, a difficult thing, but it's possible. Encourage people yeah. to do it. You've got great audience. It is Steve Bolton. That was the scumbag up. lawyer who's the head of the Illinois GOP, the North Shore. Yeah, those are the guys you think they they want to see Bailey win. You think they want to see Bailey win? They no, like it's having the people this who listen to you want to see Bailey they win. They raise money off of it. They're the scum of the earth. They're called Illinois the Republican who... uh, Higher Upper Echelon, Kevin. And that's why you moved. You're not stupid. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean. I just wanted to compliment you on not only Kurt, but most of the guests you get on there. Oh, they, that's they my honey bun, man. My... She is the best. Bar none. Yeah, they revive my my spirit, and, you know, we can turn this thing around. And I also wanted to compliment you, oh, thank you. on your knowledge. You're thank younger you. than me, and you just blow re- me away with your I knowledge. I have such a good time trying to pull apart the scandals and the schemes. When I dive into this trillion dollars, I'm going to spend a lot of time on this weekend. I'm going to go into exactly the money laundering scheme that took place under Obama when the Iranians got their money. And you know the funny part is? I'm more on the team of America is what built Iran. It was George Bush Sr. with the CIA when he overthrew the democratically elected president of Iran who had a lot of the same policies that Trump had. And And the scum CIA, scum, threw in and they're the reason we're dealing with Iran. And what they've done throughout the world. You know what, Dave? You just gave me a segue. Thank you very much, brother, for the call and the compliment. I truly appreciate it very much. Thank you. And that is the same reason I hate that scumbag Bolton, who in his mind looks like Sam Elliott versus Rachel Levine with a mustache. That's who, that's who Bolton looks like to me. And he was on with Jake Tapper. It's about 48 hours ago. And listen to what he admits on air, thinking he makes himself look good. Or smart. Nothing Donald Trump did after the election uh, in connection with the, the lie about the election fraud, none of it is defensible. None of it is defensible. Uh, it's also a mistake, as some people have said, including on the committee, the commentators, that somehow this was a carefully planned coup d'etat aimed at the Constitution. That's not the way Donald Trump does things. It's rambling from one half vast idea to another. One plan that falls through and another comes up. That, that's what he was doing. As I say, none of it defensible. But you have to understand the nature of what the problem of Donald Trump is. He's, to use a Star Wars metaphor, a disturbance in the force. And it's not an attack on our democracy. It's Donald Trump looking out for Donald Trump. It's a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. I don't know that I agree with you, to be, to be uh, fair, with all due respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup uh, i disagree with that as somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat yeah as somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat him who did he use to plan the coup d'etats where did they take place anybody want to guess south and central america along 
with Eastern Europe, the Middle East. This is the scum that, is, that put us in the position around the world we are in. And it's bipartisan. Not here, but, you know, other places. Yeah. Uh, it takes Where? a lot of work. And that's not what he did. It was just stumbling around from one idea to another. Ultimately, he did unleash the rioters at the Capitol. As to the that's law. why this piece of dung, when he had his new book out and he wanted to come on my show, get away from me, you scumbag. And if I see, I'm going to ear slap that mustache off your face. Stupid son of a dog. The, he, this is a war criminal, John Bolton, along with numerous Republicans and especially the Democrats in charge. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. The worst part about this entire argument is that we've bought the lie in the idea of something called fossil fuel. I have an interview coming up with Jerome Corsi that I think is a game changer for the future. And we need to get more and more people who understand not just that we're being frauded through corruption of foreign policy and the idea that these political whores are in charge of our money. That's, that's all true. We're being frauded on the information of exactly what our energy is, how to get it, how we can produce it for far less, even through synthetics. This is crucially important. I cannot wait till Jerome Corsi's book come, comes out. In fact, we're going to start giving away books. I'm going to start that next week. Um, you're going to get on a list, and we're going to give 10 books away of Jerome Corsi's book, The Truth, about energy, climate change, and the green agenda. I think it's, it's a fascinating book. I love it, and I want everyone to take advantage of it because it's through this knowledge that you'll stop buying these Lies from this pathological government that has lied to us and continues to. They have never told us the truth on any instance. And to turn to them for some sort of help is ridiculous. This is Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg has done nothing. He's got the job because of, like the vice president, his sexual proclivities. They're both good at the same things. Not only that. He's admitting what they're doing. Uh, we're, we're for cutting the cost of electric vehicles, because when you have an electric vehicle, then you're also going to be able to, to save on gas, but you've got to be able to afford it in the first place. Right. right? Now, the, this argument is so stupid, only a Democrat would buy it. Those aren't magic holes in the wall and the rest of it. But this is something called steering. And in every industry, every salesperson around the world, well, the, this country, steering is illegal. The government is the only thing that continually practices on things that would put the rest of us in jail. And this is about enriching them to the tune of trillions of dollars. And it needs to be fought back against. Uh, David in Lansing. Sean, uh, your guest covered a lot of ground. And basically what I got from it is we have to take the gloves off when we're fighting these people. We can't compromise with these socialists. And i got to tell you one thing. Um, that I frequently miss from people that are very knowledgeable about what we need to do. I grew up near the south side in a suburb, but I grew up close enough to the south side to know to be in many conflicts with socialists. And one thing they do, whether it's the January 6th committee or the postal worker that sucker punched me, no doubt a Democrat, yeah. one thing they all do is they play the victim. I'm the victim. Just think about it. The, the January yeah. 6th committee, Biden, everybody, Hunter Biden. I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, everybody. You You're know, so we right. have to recognize the enemy. We have to know. 
And you know something, too? That is too, a major strategy that they use. David, when we get the calls from Kevin and he says, oh, you know, we moved out and moved out. I moved out as a protest to the Democrat mafia. I saw it as not allowing myself and my tax money to be robbed from me and used to fund the mafia. Moving out to me from these Democrat strongholds, in particular as they keep winning, is the last recourse of an honest man. Let's see what happens in November with uh, Bailey. But I'm telling you right now, it's time to pull the ripcord if they steal another series of elections, which they're openly admitting they're going to do. After all, they stole the first one. Look at the kind of profit is that's in it. They're going to give Iran a trillion dollars? Where's your Republicans now, scumbags? They're in on it. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Second installation of my Dr. Jerome Corsi going over his new book, The Truth About Our Energy and Climate Change. I think it is an earth-shattering book. I think it's a game-changer because I never understood, I never bought into the idea that the fossil fuel story was telling us. It wasn't that they were just wrong for 70 years. To me, there was something more nefarious afoot. And that is, I believe that they've been lying about the premise of oil. This makes far more sense to me, and I wanted to bring on Dr. Jerome Corsi to talk about the ways it really kind of manifests when you have this corporate government collusion and how they can control the industry and branch off into new industries and make money. Is that fair to say? I think, um, Sean, you got it exactly right. I mean, in my new book on this, the, the truth on energy, uh, global warming, and climate change, uh, I'm really making it clear that oil is a natural product of the earth, and the science in this is very strong. It's not fossil fuel. No organic material may, ever made oil. And uh, what I want to focus on today is this uh, chapter four, in, in which I go through, I think, very detailedly that we've already tried this Green New Deal idea. We've already, under Barack Obama, spent billions of dollars in taxpayer money on green energy projects, which are basically solar energy, solar electricity, or wind turbine electricity. And unless these projects had government surplus money, they weren't economically viable. And the failures, the loss of public money, the Obama years ought to make it clear to everyone that we shouldn't repeat the mistake a second time with a Biden administration Green New Deal. And that's what the whole purpose of this chapter is, to detail how bad an idea, how bad an economic idea these uh, alternative energies are. They just simply don't work. What I've witnessed in my experience, and also from being from Chicago and being involved in the commodity industry for decades, they have the perfect system of subsidized economic scandal and fraud set up and that system is green energy to me it is just the vessel 
in which the corrupt aspects of, of Wall Street and the corrupt money laundering system that is the American government really has an industry to thrive on. They have the front end, they have the back end, and they have the middle. And this is what you cover in this chapter, is it not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I say they don't work, I mean that, yes, you can make electricity out of solar energy or wind turbines, but you can't scale them to the point where they will power a major city like Chicago or New York or Los Angeles or, you know, they, they, they can serve a purpose. But in the same with wind turbines, they, they, they're not powerful enough. And, and then I show in the Obama years, I, I think it's the, what I call the Solyndra phenomenon, yeah, which syndrome, is that, yeah. you know, we, you know, Solyndra was one of the, you know, Solyndra syndrome was one of these boondoggles in which we spent huge amounts of money, you know, millions and millions of dollars in loan guarantees. And, um, vice president then Joe Biden was the one who announced that the department of energy this was in 2009. You know, I just finalized a $535 million loan guarantee for Solyndra, which was supposed to have this new solar photovoltaic panel. And they were going to work and we're going to produce this huge amount of electricity to power 24,000 homes a year. Well, it didn't work. I mean, it, it you know, Solyndra said that they were going to hire 3,000 new people in construction and a thousand people to maintain the plant. And then it, it fell apart. 2011, it went bankrupt. And uh, of course, the Department of Energy blamed that on the fact that China could produce cheaper solar panels. But, but the point is, every single one of these projects that the Obama administration tried failed. They're not economically viable. And there are also limitations, scientific limitations, but we shouldn't repeat the, the failure. But there's something that I recognize being from where I'm from and looking at it from the side of the fraudster. And that's kind of where I'm looking at this and where I looked at it back then. The idea that they have something called a loan guarantee for $535 million, it never really had to work. It has an ambiguity to it. And that money is guaranteed by the American government, and all they need is a prospectus that an accredited investor wouldn't look at. They have a story to tell, and they tell the story, and you cover it in your book, that they're going to uh, uh, provide power for 24,000 homes uh, for over half a million homes eventually in 2009 if they only get this operation going. And they virtually hire no one. They produce nothing. And the $535 million went poof. Did anyone go to jail for this? No. And, you know, the amount of money is staggering. And <laughs> by 2015, the Obama administration was subsidizing solar and wind energy to the tune of about $39 billion a year. And you know, over a five-year period, the Obama administration, with federal subsidies, lost nearly $200 billion. They financed some 34 faltering or bankrupt energy companies, Solyndra, there's a whole list of names, Abound Solar Manufacturing. I mean, it goes on and on. Fisker Automotives. These companies all crashed and burned. And uh, again, 
I think it's because when you look at the technology, the technology is not powerful enough and it requires storage, which is also environmentally hazardous, but it makes the use of these energies, the solar renewable and wind renewable, much less efficient than hydrocarbon fuels. No, and in most cases, in particular with wind, the windmill itself doesn't break even for 21 years and has a life expectancy of 20 years. It's an unmitigated failure, unless, of course, you're in on this financing aspect of it because the venture capital companies that put in their money, they were bailed out by the federal loan guarantees. To double down on stupid, learning this from your book, $30 billion in financing to Chinese solar manufacturers, that's 20 times more than U.S.-backed loans to solar manufacturers. I mean, so at a certain point, they're not even interested in private sector money. They're interested in getting the mission statement out so you can get a bunch of support from a bunch of ignoramuses that don't understand what we're really doing is laundering public money into the form of either boondoggle companies here in America or in the worst-case scenario, which we've been doing for at least 15 years, Chinese alternative energy companies that are profiting and buying politicians with the overage. Have I missed something? No, not at all. And then at the same time, the Biden administration is canceling this Keystone Pipeline, and that had the prospect for about 11,000 American jobs in 2021 alone. And, you know, instead we're now facing horrendous increases in gasoline. And uh, the President Biden is saying, well, it's good for you. Maybe this will force us to use alternative energies. An alternative energy future, wind and solar, is a future of diminished economic activity lower standards of living, higher prices of fuel for everybody. I mean, you know, how are you going to basically provide heat and air conditioning for a population of 350 million people with solar and wind? How much land are you going to have to use? How many batteries are you going to have to create? And it's going to be inefficient. So it's a boondoggle idea, and the Obama administration you know, prove that. I don't want to go through another Solyndra syndrome to reprove that these energies don't work on a massive scale. And one thing you cover in your book that I think people forget about is there actually were investigations. Unfortunately, those investigations were by our very own government. And on August 24th, 2015, you write about Gregory Friedman, the DOE Inspector General. Um, he issues a report blaming the bankruptcy on Solyndra's management. And then what happens? So he issues the, okay, I found the culprit. It's Solyndra's management. Aren't they in the wind with hundreds of millions that they have absconded with? Did anyone, and, and really, I find this to be aggravating. I'm, you know, I, I am lucky enough to have an advanced copy of your book. I don't see where anybody goes to jail and gets sentenced for 45 years for stealing from the people here. Uh, nobody does. <laughs> nobody goes to jail. And, uh, in fact, the Democrats were funding a lot of their buddies and their supporters and patrons. And then when it came to the carbon emissions tax scheme, uh, the architect of this was Franklin Raines. Well, he was a former Clinton administration budget director and a housing advisor to Barack Obama. And, and Raines earned $90 million managing his CEO, Fannie Mae, for, for the years... 1999 up to 2004, and he resigned in disgrace. 
five he, years, ninety million dollars. I really don't care what anyone thinks of me when you got ninety million in five years. Right. Yeah. Well, and he created the he owned the patents. Franklin Raines did for the carbon tax you know, and credit scheme. So the Democrats were planning to cash in owning the carbon exchange. Uh, and in the entire green jobs, uh, remember Obama was talking about shovel-ready, we're going to have green jobs. They were all a hoax. We, we didn't have shovel-ready jobs. We didn't produce the thousands and thousands of jobs that were promised. And I detail all the different promises made on green jobs. You know, and Obama goes in 2012, he visits his Copper Mountain solar project in Boulder City, Nevada, and they take pictures of it. It was going to uh, provide 1 million solar panels to provide energy for 17,000 homes. Well, uh, again, the, that facility ended up employing only 10 or 20 people. Ultimately, it went bankrupt. That the, you know, the, this entire industry has collapsed, even with massive government support, which ought to indicate to people uh, it isn't economically viable. Uh, and the hysteria, you know, you've got uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying the, win the world's going to end in 12 years. She said that in 2019, you know, and so many of the young people listening to these messages come to think that if we don't end up, you know, we don't quit using hydrocarbon fuel, they're not going to have an earth to live on. But uh, again, the point of my book is to prove that we can burn hydrocarbon fuels safely and the carbon dioxide is not the driver scientifically of the earth's climate. It's a trace element that has very, very small impact uh, on the earth's weather and climate. But again, this, all of these renewable energy projects turn out to be giveaways, and the bottom line agenda is anti-capitalist, anti-living a standard of life that Americans have come, become accustomed to and that we ought to be able to share around the world. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, Dr. Jerome, thank you for another interview, and I will talk to you very soon until we get through this book. I look forward. I look forward to our next interview. Thank you very much. I really greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So that interview actually has another, uh, honey bunny, what do you say, 17 minutes, 14 minutes? And you can... Find it all at uh, where on our puck five sixty theanswercom You know, I didn't realize this, Squirrel. You can uh, yell at Alexa if you have her in your house, and they'll play it too. That's very fascinating. They have all our podcasts up. So uh, via the Gateway Pundit, now Biden's new offer to the Ayatollah threatens to dwarf the Obama era Iran deal. Under this deal, Iran gets a financial package worth up to $275 billion in the first year and as much as $800 billion over the next five years, writes Richard Goldberg, senior advisor to the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. Not exactly a right-wing news outlet. Turns out that a lot of people are going to be really upset if you give a country that has been keeping its people hostage. You're, you're, you're actually rewarding 
tyrants, which is why I can't stand the idea that they kiss the ass of the inbred royal family in Saudi Arabia. But I do recognize the fact of what they're protecting. The information we just discussed with Dr. Jerome Corsi, a monopoly on the most important commodity in the world, oil, the lifeblood of a nation, the lifeblood of life as we know it, is progress, true progress. It does explain why they want to keep a lid on it and distract. It also does explain why people who um, are not in the deal really are having a hard time. You know, I'm very sympathetic to our brothers, our neighbors, the good people who are trapped in a corrupt government in Mexico. I really am. I hate the idea that they're being raped and murdered, trafficked, turned into drug mules. This could only be possible with government corruption to the highest levels. It's like Chicago. You can only really thrive as the gangster disciples or the Sinaloa cartel if you have the protection of government. It's very similar. So when I hear these stories... Secretary Mayorkas, according to a 2021 ICE report, there was a significant drop in the number of arrests and deportations of illegal immigrants by ICE officers compared to previous years. You can see from this graphic behind me, Secretary Mayorkas, do you believe in following the laws of the United States? Yes or no? Of course I do, Congresswoman. So do you believe that if an individual or a group of individuals breaks the laws of the United States that they should be arrested? Yes or no? I do. So if an individual is found to have crossed the border illegally, do you believe that the United States should exercise its right to arrest and deport that individual? Yes or no? I do. Also, I would like to ask. So now Mayorkas is giving what all Democrats do. Lipstick on a pig. What people want to hear. Bald face lies. But when you talk to the actual Border Patrol agents on the ground, they call him a liar. And now we have a Florida congresswoman calling him a liar to his face. Ask unanimous consent to enter into the record a response, a formal response from the National Border Patrol Council to your six pillar plan in which I quote, you lie. This is from your Border Patrol agents. Mr. Chairman, Chairman, this is a quote from the Border Patrol Council. Oh, okay. So. Ah, okay. All right. We'll let it stand then. And this is some third world stuff. This is what the Mexican government tells their honest people. We're helping. We're cracking down on the cartels. And the cartels are destroying and killing and murdering mayhem, turning them into helpless and helpless to where they're willing to do anything. So part of me is very sympathetic to this. But I recognize that our government has more in common with the corrupt Mexican government than they do any representation of a government steeped in the principles of law. We had a chance to talk to some of these migrants from Venezuela, and they are thanking President Biden. Take a listen. Wait, 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 wait. Venezuela? Did they say Venezuela? That's one of the OPEC nations. It's one of the richest countries with their oil. They own the natural resource. They surely must be doing wonderful things for the people. No, not so much. Yet they're all cut in on the massive profits guaranteed to them by the corrupt OPEC cartel, which is led by Saudi Arabia and just got its ass kissed, not by Kamala Harris, she doesn't fool around with the ass, by Joe Biden. He's a good president with so much help that he's given us. It's been very difficult what's happened to us. Our trip has been very hard. Thank God we're here. We thank you for receiving us and treating us well. See, that's like a Chicagoan thanking Joe Biden for the two-cent reduction in gas prices you just had over yesterday. Start thanking your master, slaves. You almost have to appreciate it, because to a slave in Venezuela, to be a slave here in America, that is definitely an upgrade. No question about it. Same corrupt government, different accent, better suits. 
$1 trillion to Iran over the course of the next five years. That's the foreign policy of a corrupt government trying to bribe cohorts. Not peace, not coexisting, not the kind of climate that we're supposed to be promoting here in America, but the kind of corruption that tears apart these third world hellholes. All thanks to John Bolton. He's smart enough to stage a coup. I think we're at, at a crisis point, undoubtedly, because of the progress that North Korea has made on its nuclear weapons and oh, ballistic Warhawk. missile programs. Let's, let's go, go back to, to 1990. Uh-huh. Iraq invaded Kuwait, unprovoked, un, it, with, with absolutely no justification for it. I got $50. They didn't even do it. That's exactly the kind of lies that spew. Also, Joe Biden's brother could get a new housing contract for Iraq. Did he build those houses or just get the $1.5 billion? Something tells me it's the latter. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, son, how you doing? Good, how are you? What are you eating, kid? You hungry? You got a yeah, sandwich? as a matter of fact, we're having some fish tonight. You caught me right in mid-shoe mid here. Sure, I was just going to say, yeah. you know, with this January 6th committee, and you got Biden spitting the spoon all over himself in Taiwan and all that, how, how, how dumb do these, these Democrats think that we, the voter, are? They, don't they realize they're shooting themselves in the Ooh, foot? Ooh, that's tough, up? What do you how, think? how to judge and gauge the stupidity of a Democrat voter? I think you could look to your very own Illinois and take a look at some of the people you've elected. You've elected the very peculiar-looking Lori Lightfoot. You've elected the even more peculiar-looking six-foot version of Lori Lightfoot, Tony Preckwinkle. Whew, she put the glee in ugly. And then you've got the beanbag with a pumpkin on it. J.B. Butterhands Pritzker. He's never yep. done a damn thing in his life, but probably under-tip waitresses. And aside from that, 17 hours of FBI tape with Rod Blagojevich. And yep. he's in the lead. So you're going to ask me how stupid a Democrat voter is? Robert, I think it's almost rhetorical. After all, they voted for this. And... Uh... I had a terrible headache. (laughs) Excuse me, a terrible headache. I'll tell you what, if Joe Biden was a dog and you brought him to a vet, do you think you'd take him home? I don't think so. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Let's all go to the live. Let's go to the movie. It's time for Friday Features with Sean. No, on with the show. So I, um, in an un- I'm in an unusual position. I didn't watch hardly any television, any movies this week. But I feel very confident in telling you this because I bought it. And it's because Dan Proft is a cheap chiseler. But he does have the keys to my cigar store. And what he does is he goes in the cigar store, and it's hooked up to my account, and he orders movies on it. And I just got an update that apparently... I paid for the film The Offer. So I'm going to watch it. It's the story about The Godfather because I already paid for it. But the good news is when I get back to Chicago, I'm going to rip Dan Prof's wallet out of his pants and charge him for the movie, the chiseler bastard that he is. So I am going to recommend a movie I haven't seen called The Offer, and I'm sure it's good. At least it better be. It's amazing, Honey Bunny said. Maybe I won't be that mad at him. I'll watch it this weekend with my wife. But I still don't like the idea that this son of a gun somehow can charge stuff to my car. It's like having a kid this damn prop. He really is. Uh, Terry Rogers Park. Hey, uh, this is a movie guys might like. Uh, It's a true story called The Rat Pack, uh, starring Ray Liotta 
It's about uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, disappointment with Jack Kennedy's rejection after helping him uh, get elected. It's it's entertaining and mostly about the politics of that time. I like Ray Liotta. It's it's, it's a loss. We had a lot of people die, huh? A lot of people died this year. Probably has nothing to do with the vaccine. Thank you very much, Terry. Oh, you didn't think we could fit politics in? You were wrong. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you again? Good, Rich. Uh, listen, uh, the one movie uh, that I really liked that Paul Newman did, and yeah. I wonder if you saw this, Someone Up There Likes Me. Boy, why do I feel like I've seen it, but for some reason I'm blanking. I have no specifics. Who's the female lead? It's the Rocky Graziano uh, story. Oh, no, Graziano. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. You have not seen it? If you can't see that movie, it's really good. Did you it's see 100 Wa- Rifles? Just, uh, with Burt Reynolds and Raquel Welch? Uh, Raquel I do, but I don't remember it that much. There has only been one. There will never be another. The Perfect Woman, Raquel Welch. Thank you very much, Rich. But if you get a chance, watch that movie. You'll really like it. I think if you like boxing movies. Oh, I love it. I spent a lot of time watching Thanks, old Thanks, Sean. Have a good weekend. You too. I spent a lot of time watching old Tyson fights, and then I watched the new Tyson interviews. It's amazing. It's the same cat. Uh, Dave Racine, Wisconsin. Greetings, Sean. A uh, movie I'm recommending is um, Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me has an applicable line towards Pritzker, which is, he weighs a metric ton and has an unusual diet. His name is Spat Bastard. Oh, I Get in my belly! I'll tell you what, Come there's on. a guy that never looked at someone else's face while enjoying himself with them. Uh, Tim, in his garage, Timothy. Hey, Sean, right away. Hey, uh, Camilla is not in Saudi Arabia, um, so that's what Joe's coughing up. Oh, terrible. Um, terrible. Very vulgar. Go ahead. But anyways, <laughs> you you truly are the three fastest hours on the radio. I listen to you on my transistor in my garage. Nice. All right? Uh-huh. So today I taped the, the open, the golf the golf in Scotland. Yeah. Eight hours. During yeah. your commercials, I fast forwarded through all of the BS uh-huh. and watched the golfer I wanted to watch. Okay. And listen to me. So you truly are the, you truly are the three fastest hours in radio. Thank, Thank you, you very much. I can't believe it's the end of the show. Everything you do, brother. Thank you, Timothy. I appreciate Pardon? it. I, 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 I can't believe it's the end of the show. I agree with you. Thank you very much for the compliment. What do you got for me? Movie. I, t- I just told you. Oh, all right. The 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 British Open. No, 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 no movie. You're the movie, Sean. Oh, I'm. Okay. The... <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Timothy. And for those of you that want to see, and, we can. We're still visible on uh, Rumble and Facebook. Well, that's what I wanted to ask. I'm on you. Facebook. I listen to you on my transistor. Oh, How do I see you on my phone? You got to go to, I guess, Rumble is the way, the, the best way. I don't. I hate promoting that Facebook with that Mark Zuckerberg, that alien-looking son of a dog that he is. I hate enriching him. Ain't going to uh, do it, Sean. I ain't going to find you no. on that because I don't do that. Now go to Rumble, rumble.com. You can see us. Okay. I'm is Trump on Rumble? I, I don't know. I don't know. You could Google it, though. He'll be on there. Thank you, Timothy. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I don't Google nothing. All right, don't Google anything. Go duck, duck, go then. Have a great weekend. I want you to party like a Ukrainian lobbyist. Thank you, Timothy. John in Lincolnwood. 
Sean, it's been so long. Uh, you know what? I have a I have a show for you. I think you'll absolutely love All right. the Terminal List on Amazon Prime. I've been I... watching it. No, wait, wait, listen. I've been watching it. Yeah. I've only got three shows in. Yeah. It is one of the best shows I have watched ever. I saw it on the plane, and it hooked me. Two and a half weeks when it first came out, the first day it came out, and I didn't want to like it. I love it. Highly recommend the yeah, terminal I list. Yeah, I don't, right? Oh, he's the oh Henry, and, and you know what, Sean? Yeah, I will listen more often. I've just been so busy, uh, two jobs and no, whatever. You're a hardworking American. Here's the good news: we're on uh, Audible, we're on uh, iTunes. You can find it everywhere. Take a listen. I appreciate everything, John and Lincoln. I got to go to break right now. What about Verlon? All right, Verlon, hang on on the south side. It's a stupid movie. He's the worst at picking movies. I got uh, Dan Prof makes me pay for him. Verlon has the dumbest movies. We'll talk about that and more after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. You never saw... Oh, little Frank. Love it. You never saw Basil Rathbone as Sherlock Holmes in The Hounds of Baskerville Squirrel? Come on. I blame your father. You call him up. You tell him I'm very upset with him. Should have been showing you that movie when you were in diapers. All right, now to a guy who should never pick a movie and never have control of the clicker, as I call it, or the remote, as it's more commonly known. Verlon, the worst movie picker in How's cigar going, store John? history. How's it going? Good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now listen. Clear your throat, gotta, Biden. Full disclosure, I haven't. No, I, I haven't watched this movie yet, but I have to watch oh, it this weekend. I hope people watch it with me. It's called The Irishman with Harvey Cartel. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Are you nuts? It's the Those worst movie ever. Three and a half <laughs> hours, they're doing film tricks to make them look like they're men rather than palling around with Joe Biden waiting for rice pudding. It's based on a very good book, I Hear You Paint Houses. That's far better than the movie because in that book, they talk directly about a whore politician they had in their pocket to pave way for union corruption. Do you know who that whore was, Verlan? He's no, the president no. that some people call the president of the United States right now today, Joseph Robinette Biden. Before, you know, he, he needed a diapy and when he could remember his address. Piece of dung that he is. All right, Verlon, you got your, your terrible movie in there. Kevin, you got 30 seconds. Created equal Clarence Thomas in his own words. It's a documentary on Prime. Saw it. It's love it. Phenomenal. Truly love it. Also, take a look at a thousand rifles or is it a hundred rifles with rock hell craig mount greenwood hey sean thanks for taking my call slugger and that's the name for your movie your movie is called the slugger that and that'll be a, that is a good one but hey, I, anybody who hasn't watched january 6th or the, the mule the 2000 mules they gotta watch them i love it i wrote a movie craig it was called thicker than water when i was young i talked to a wonderful guy by the name of gary marshall but it was never made Still very angry about that. Very angry. But you know what cheers me up? Elvis Presley. One of the favorite movies is Love Me Tender. And he's one of my favorite, favorite entertainers of all time. And I'm going to bring that to you. And right now, it is go- he's going to be singing America the Beautiful. It's a little change-up, but it's Elvis Presley. I want you to have a great weekend. 
Treat yourself like a Ukrainian lobbyist was paying the tab. Have a great weekend. Cue it, squirrel. Oh, beautiful or spacious skies or amber waves What a voice. Are you nuts? I love this song. Or purple mountains majesty above the fruited plain America America God shed His grace on me and crowned thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea Oh beautiful for spacious skies For amber waves of For purple mountains, majesty. Above the fruit plains. America. America. God shed his grace on the And he crowned his tiger. With enjoy the fact that Elvis hated Joe Biden. He went and hated him. Elvis ain't paying $6 for gas. Have a great weekend. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.